Hey, and welcome to Eliza Starting at 16. I'm Eliza Rubin, a 17-year-old girl living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, and I'm here to do my very best to explain what's going on in the big, wide world of teenagers these days. So first off, a little update on Lizzie's life, which is that I am officially now no longer going out with my boyfriend, who, um, if you may remember, also broke up with me a few weeks ago, but this one was much more mutual, much more calm. We just kind of were like, you know, both of us aren't feeling it. Well, not both of us aren't feeling it, but like, we're both kind of unhappy, and it just didn't work out. But we are pals, and also in a lot of the same classes, and also have like all the same friends. So honestly, it's for the best, and I am feeling like much better than I expected to feel. I've definitely cried a lot and like needed support, etc., but it's for the most part much better than expected. But then again, it like obviously comes in waves where you're like, oh my gosh, this is the worst thing ever. I'm so sad and I have to like burn all of my things and burn my house because I've been in my house with this person. And my school is upsetting because I go to school with this person. But other times you're like, hey, it's cool. I'm cool. It's cool. Things are cool. But then I'm like, am I lying to myself that things are cool? Am I just uh, denying this? And am I being friends with him because I'm like trying to mask my incredible sadness why am i laughing this is not funny but sometimes you just feel weird pouring your emotions out to a microphone even if it's really a bunch of people listening so anyway if you have any thoughts on breakups and how to handle them yet again you can always email me at eliza starting at gmail.com i'm like i have so much more to say i guess but also like the amount that i've thought about this breakup forever like, just even in the past few days is so exhausting. Um, and I'll give updates as I go along. Like, hey, maybe in a week I'll be even more devastated and on my knees and crying a lot. But currently I feel sort of okay. So that's a good thing, right? Last time I was crying a lot and there are even photos of me in our family photo album being, like, hysterically in tears and incredibly depressed. So, wish me luck. And now something I'm obsessed with. So people are always talking about how depressing the news is, and that is incredibly valid. Sometimes it feels like it's only bad things, and in fact, it really is only bad things. And that can just get really hard, and it's like, is there nothing good going on in the world? Well, I have found the solution, which is goodnewsnetwork.com. It's a website basically with only good stuff and only happy news. It's like, on this day in history, good news on this day in history from September 27th, or... Look, a boy throws opening pitch at baseball game a year after double hand transplant. Boy caught sneaking into garage to hug neighbor's dog is given a pup of his own. UN passes declaration to finally address refugee human rights. It's all just cheery things. Stuff about dogs and children and happy people and people becoming happy and people who deserve good things happening to them. Devoted husband buys his wife double-decker bus where they first met. It's all just cheerful things. They have uplift as a whole section. Heroes, inspiring, kids, pets, good ideas, good laptop videos. It's just cheery stuff. And really, sometimes that is incredibly necessary because there's so much bummer stuff going on in the world. So much, especially during election season. So if you are sick of all of that, just go to goodnewsnetwork.org. I said .com before, but I meant .org. And it's, I would just highly recommend it. It's a really refreshing healthy alternative for when sometimes things are just too sad just too sad and now some uh, updates on lizzie's feelings about snapchat 
not feeling it right now. I wasn't feeling it for a while, then I was feeling it again, and now I'm not so into it. Maybe it's because of the breakup, because you get a little symbol next to someone's name and a number, and that means it's how many days in a row you guys have snapped each other. And um, my streak with my ex-boyfriend is now gone, and it's just kind of a bummer, and I don't know, I don't feel like dealing with it right now, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to use this app. I don't know. Maybe it's that. Maybe I just kind of don't feel like taking pictures of myself and sending them to people. I have moments where I'm like, this is the most fun ever. Well, okay, maybe not that, but I'm like, this is pretty fun. And then sometimes I'm just like, I don't want this. Part of it is maybe I'm stressed out. Maybe part of it is that I don't really feel like seeing what companies have to say and shove in my face about random celebrities. I don't know. During the summer, it felt like more fun. And I was like, oh, I can take pictures of pretty things and pretty light and I've got fun geotags that say where I am and like I don't know filters and I'll just send pictures of myself to people with funny faces and whatnot but now I'm just kind of like I don't want to deal with it I don't want to click through and see what everybody's doing not because I don't care but because I'm just tired and I don't want to be jealous or I don't want to have thoughts about it <laughs> if I sound kind of exhausted it's because I am it's just a lot right now to be a senior in high school Things are happening fast, and we're thinking about early application and early decision and handing in all of your various applications and supplements and tests and recommendations from teachers, and it's just a lot. And so I don't really need Snapchat right now, or Facebook, or Instagram. I deleted my Instagram for a sec. Not the account, but just the app. I haven't gone on Facebook in forever, and I'm just kind of not in the mood. I don't really want to see what's going on around me in a weird way. Like, I want to see it in real life, but I don't really feel like looking at social media to understand. Not right now. I don't know when that'll come back, if it does. But it's just a distraction right now that I don't need. And I realized I was going on it all, and I was like, I don't even enjoy going on this. I don't enjoy scrolling through and looking at random things people have done not in like an anti-social way I don't mean it like that like I want to talk to people about it and I want to hear about it but it's just like every new picture you look at or every new thing you read is like another thing that you're spending mental energy on and it's just it's just a lot right now I'm in a space right now where like I want to read educational things like newspapers and listen to educational podcasts but also like I don't have the I, I don't have the energy to do that, so I'm like, I just want to do fun things, but the fun things are kind of boring. If anyone has any tips, please let me know. I don't mean to be a bummer, it's just, it's just, I'm just being kind of a bummer right now. It's just like, oh, I don't want to go play games and listen to funny podcasts because I want to listen to something maybe more interesting or I'm not in the mood, but then it's like, well, I don't want to listen to some educational thing about a certain disease or how something is made because that's like a lot of not necessarily interesting stuff. I just think as a 17-year-old, you often get into these zones where it's like, wow, it's the fourth or fifth week of school. There is nothing that I want to do. And that is when you get into party territory. Like that combo of like antsy and also bored at the same time and stressed out is when people want to go to parties and not really worry about stuff. Unfortunately, parties also mean you have to worry about stuff. It's just other stuff. So it's kind of a trade-off. But in the midst of those weird feelings, something that I really like, that I, I've always really liked, but particularly right now, is reading poetry. There's something really nice about, like, not necessarily having to follow a plot, but just appreciating how pretty things are and, like, the artistry. And I know a lot of people don't really have that much respect for poetry, 
but I happen to, and along those same veins, when I'm feeling the way I feel right now, I like going to museums, particularly the Met. I live really close to the Met, so it's super easy for me to pop in, which is like the greatest joy and such a privilege. And I just love how everything feels like timeless and old, and it's like nothing matters, Lies like this is just art that people with worries from thousands and hundreds of years ago made, and it'll all be fine. And, like, if people who are dying of the Black Plague or whatever could handle it, then you can definitely handle it. I just like it. I like walking around listening to music or listening to a podcast. But that's, like, by no means restricted to the Met. It works if there's a park. It works if there's a library. It works if there's a bookstore. Honestly, anything with, like, works by people who aren't you that you can admire. Sometimes I think when I'm feeling down, something to admire really just helps. I don't know how else to explain it, but it just does. Just knowing that there's somebody who's done something awesome that you can look at. I just love it. And that's what I will leave you on today. It was a little unstructured, but then again, so am I right now. <laughs> Wish me luck. If you have any questions for me or any teenagers out there, just hit me up at elizastarting at gmail.com. And if you want to see photos of my life, and if you want to see what my ex-boyfriend but now pal looks like, go to elizastarting on Instagram, which I swear I'll still use, even though I'm kind of swearing off various social media for now. So thank you so much for listening and come back in a week because who knows what we'll be into by then. 